Blog Talk Radio. Sessions with Drew and Shelley. These collaborative real talk sessions with psychic mediums Drew Kelly and Shelley Wilson are dedicated to individuals interested in all things spiritual. Topics may include spiritual perspectives, raising individual and collective awareness, elevating our consciousness, spirituality on a day to day basis, connections with the spirit world, and personal experiences as a psychic medium and healer. Listeners are invited to participate in topic discussion and call in for readings in the latter portion of the show. The call-in number is 347-308-8250. Psychic medium Drew Callie's goal is to raise the awareness of spirituality in a broad-based and universal manner so that people of all walks of life may become more in sync with their divinity, purpose, and natural intuitive self. His intention is to assist people with opening their hearts and minds in order to realize their full potential of healing, learning, loving, forgiving, and living in the here and now. Drew offers private readings, group sessions, workshops, and group meditations. His website is drewcalley.com, and his Facebook page is Psychic Medium Drew Callie. Intuitive medium Reiki master and spiritual growth coach Shelley Wilson would love to assist you on your spiritual journey. I offer private readings, intuitive coaching, Reiki sessions, and teach workshops. I'm the author of 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. In addition, I'm a featured columnist and an executive editor for Ohm Times Magazine. My website is ShelleyRWilson.com. My Facebook page is Shelley Wilson. The URL is facebook.com forward slash intuitive medium Shelley. And as I said before, we will be taking your calls in the latter portion of the show. The call-in number is 347-308-8250, or you can click on the telephone icon to call in via Skype. Welcome, Drew. Hey, Shelley Wilson. How are you? Yes, I'm great. So it's been about a month. I think, since we had a show together. I know the last time was when you and the mediums at large joined me to talk about your upcoming event, June 5th in Saratoga Springs, New York. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, it's always interesting to have that many people on one kind of link in the call. It was, uh, it really went well. You know, I, I'm, I love working with them. We have, uh, just to piggyback off of what you said, we have a, an event June 5th at the Marriott, Courtyard Marriott Hotel in Saratoga Springs. Um, and there's still a few tickets left, so it's, uh, if anyone's out there wanting to come, that'd be great. And you can see it at my website, DrewCalley.com. It's uh, a link to brown paper tickets we're doing it through. But I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, you know, yeah, it has been a little while. It's been a little crazy. You know, I moved my office, and I have a lot of stuff going on here at the house because I recently moved my home, too. So, uh, but I'm, I'm really excited to be back on the, on the air. It's great. Yes, and, and I can't believe today is May 20th. My goodness, where has the last time gone? It's funny. It goes fast. As it gets nicer out, all of a sudden it goes really fast. And when it's, like, really cruddy out during the winter, it felt like in February, March, I was like, is this ever going to end? I know. 
I know. And now we're moving into summer, and obviously here in Oklahoma we've had a lot of rain recently. Everything's green. I, I just can't believe how, you know, one how the seasons change so quickly. Yeah, well, you know, they were joking with me when I was I had some work being done in the house before I moved in, and the contractors were like, you know, just be prepared. Upstate New York, man, it goes straight from summer. You get about a week of, uh, you know, it goes right into winter. And I'm like, what? You know, and I really felt like that this year. But uh, today's a beautiful day. You know, it's a little on the cooler side, but I kind of needed the break because it got up into the 80s real quick. And coming from a drastic cold like two weeks ago, it's just bizarre for me. But I love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. I love this time of year. I love it. I love this time of year and September and October are my favorites. Oh, it's definitely you know that that well, you guys, time. Still, you guys were getting you guys were getting hammered with like the tornadoes and whatnot. Oh, I know. Yeah, I did an event Saturday night in Oklahoma City with Cindy Green, and it was tornadic weather then. And and fortunately, they were just small tornadoes, and there was even some up where I live, up here at Grand Lake, and they were EF1, which the the rating goes from EF1 to up to EF5. And so you know, just a lot of tree damage, things like that. But it. You know, definitely this time of year where I live can make for a tumultuous time just because it can it can just pop out, happen, and, and you know, cause a lot of damage. So there is a lot of fear, and, and even our event was a great event, but there was so much fear and worry about the weather that it did put a damper on the energy in the, in the space as well as, you know, people were worried about it. We went ahead and let it go, leave early about 30 minutes early just to let people, you know, beat the, the, the just of the storm. But it it's one of those things, you know, you're aware of it, but you don't necessarily, you know, worry too much about it, or at least that's my method. You think you're just used to it, though? Because that's, I mean, that's some serious weather. Well, I don't know that I'm used to it. I'm just aware of it. And, you know, the thing is, it's like, okay, keep your eye on the sky, pay attention to what you feel, because you can definitely tell when the air gets thick, and that's just the best way to describe it, that, you know, something could happen. Yeah, it's scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff. We don't have anything like that over here. I mean, it's kind of, uh, you know, you'll, you'll hear about the possibilities, but, you know, I mean, even when we were out doing that event in Oklahoma, it was, um, you could see the evidence of the aftermath. And it was just wild mm-hmm. to me. And you were like, yeah, you know, that's, uh, that happened last week. You know? Yeah. Me, it was like, I was like, oh, my God, you guys have, like, angry skies, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah. you know, but I guess everything's it, relative when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, and it only I can, lasts. I can complain all day about being in the mountains and the crazy snow and all that stuff. Right. Really didn't even get warm out until May. And then all of a sudden, you know, I look at something that's going on by you, and it's like, what am I arguing? What am I complaining about? Well, I, I think the thing is, is every area we're at, whether you know whether you live here or, or where you do, or on the West Coast or the East Coast or wherever it may be, you know, you have your own scenarios of what's going on. And, and I do recall one of the questions in this group reading, a person asked, you know, should I move because I really don't like this weather? And I said, you know, wherever you go, there's going to be something, you know, that's just the way it is. And, and, you know, I I kept seeing Florida. I said, are you thinking about Florida? She goes, yes. And I I said, but there's hurricanes there. So, you know, it's like, okay, which, which is better or not? And it's, there's always something associated with each one. So I think the more that we just recognize you know, wherever we choose to live, wherever we decide to be, you know, that's where we're supposed to be. So we're going to have the elements that happen around us. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I've moved a lot. I've been to, when I was younger, I went to San Diego for like two years, 
earth, lived on the beach or near the beach, and um, it was beautiful, but then I missed the season. And when I came home, I missed the beach. You know, I think it's always right. cleaner, especially when, it, you know, especially when you get seasons and get dark, deep seasons like a winter. This winter was just really brutal up here. Um, but I think it's always like that. I think you're right, here. I think wherever you live is really where you're supposed to be. At exactly. Yeah. And, you know, as we talk about this, I, I think this is important, first of all, that we, we take that concept and, and that segue into this because Spirit gave me chills. And, you know, the thing is is so many people get caught up with, well, you know, where am I supposed to be living or what am I supposed to be doing? And and my thing is, you know, well, what makes you happy? Where do you want to live? And, you know, rather than feeling like you're running from something or running to something, you know, just take that time to be present and really decide, you know, what feels good to you? What feels good to your spirit? Yeah, no, it's a good point. I mean, I, I do get a lot of the should, should I questions, you know, what should I do or should I do this or should I move or should I quit my job? Or is there something coming? Should I apply to another job? All that kind of stuff. And I think you're right. I think, you know, people have to really figure out more or less what they want. Mm-hmm. Or um, and sometimes we have to go to the end result and go, okay, what do I really want? And, and kind of push it out there a little bit in order to kind of maybe focus on what we need to do today. I know that works for me. Like sometimes, if I, you know, people say, well, stay focused in the day, which is very true. But, like, <clears throat> if I just stay focused in the day, you know, I can lose sight of the bigger picture also. So you really have to find a balance in exactly. what you want and, and where you're heading. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes sense because, you know, for myself last week, a lot of my energy was focused. My daughter got an internship in Kansas City, so spent time, you know, gathering stuff here, then moving her there and getting her situated, and then the event that was Saturday night. So, you know, my time was that, and then once I got it done, it's like, ah, I can rest, but I still have things to do, whether it's work-related or home-related or whatever it may be. And, And so I think, you know, being aware of what tasks need to be done or what we choose to do, but at the same sense, let's just focus on this moment because I know, you know, my last Friday, it was a really long day and, you know, very exhausting day, but in the same sense, I was in that moment, every moment, enjoying what was unfolding. Yeah, well, I think it's funny. It's like, I don't know, for me, I think uh, when I don't have a lot to do, I'm really excited, like a day, (laughs) maybe two. And then when I'm really busy, I really get frustrated because I can't seem to get anything done. But for me, for some reason, I always feel more productive when I have a lot of stuff lined up. I just have to really be careful not to overload myself with stuff because I can do that. Like, I'll, I'll get be like, all right, I'll create that to-do list, and all of a sudden there's like 40 things, and it's impossible to get it all done. Um, but over a couple of days, you know, I, I can get a lot done if I really put my mind to it. And I think that when you have stuff like that where it's also emotional with your daughter, kind of where, what's going on and all that, I think it is it's easier to step outside and look in than it is when we're in it, you know, to kind of look at situations, especially with big changes like when it comes to family or kids. You know, that's got to be real special for you, though. Oh, it is. And, you know, the beautiful thing is, you know, watching her unfolding, and, and today was her second day of work, and yesterday was her first time, and she was just exhausted. And so I had to remind her, you know, make sure you eat, make sure you do this and that. And and I was tuned in. That's that's the the great thing about having even an energetic connection because I was thinking about her. Next thing I know, the phone call, 
uh, is ringing and it's her. And, and today I was thinking about her, so I just went ahead and called her, and, and she was in a bit of a panic because she was confused where she was, and, and she was looking for something, and I found it, and I sent her the directions, and I said, now relax and breathe. This is where you need to go. And, and you know, so it's like I'm with her even though I'm not. And, and I think that we can take that and apply it to a lot of different circumstances too. And, you know, for those listeners, when you think of someone and the next thing you know the phone's ringing and it's them, that is that validation for you of that energetic connection. So, you know, use that wisely. And in the same sense, too, recognize that, you know, this is helping you to create your reality. So you can take that application and apply it many different ways. Yeah, that's a good point. I used to say that, like, when I would do groups and I would open up, I would say to people, like, you know, how many people in here have, um, you know, raise your hand if you've thought of someone and they've called you. You know, we are really, really connected. Mm-hmm. And I think people underestimate or they're just, let's say, unaware. And then as soon as people start becoming aware, all these synchronicities can happen. And, and I think our lives are so intertwined, especially with family, like with you and your daughter. I think, um, you know, there's a lot, there's very special connections with, like, my family. Like, sometimes I'll just think of my brother or my sister, and I'll just get, like, either a really good feeling they're in a good place or not so much, and I'll just give them a buzz and be like, hey, how's it going? And I'll be right on. They're like, it's so funny you call it this moment, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it's not just me. I think that goes for anybody. Sometimes I oh, receive absolutely. a phone call, and it's perfect timing, perfect divine timing. And it, it, it is funny. Or I'll be like, you know, I really don't have anything planned this morning, and I have to get all this stuff done, and I really don't feel like doing it. You know what? I have a really busy afternoon, a busy night, and someone will call me, and I'll be on the phone for two and a half hours, and it's a beautiful way to start the day, you know, yeah. um, because I have that flexibility in certain parts of the day. So, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's beautiful. I'm just so excited right now. It's like sunny out. I'm sitting here in the mountains. I finally got my house in order. I'm, like, looking out the window. I'm on the show. I'm, like, this is great. <laughs> it's been a long time. But this house has been a, a work in progress for quite some time. And the same with my office. I moved my office from downtown Saratoga Springs to just still in Saratoga Springs, New York, but just right outside of it. So there's now parking, and there's mm. two rooms. I'm really, really excited about what's coming up in the next couple of months. I really am. That's great. And, well, the thing is, too, I know we've, we had a conversation before, and, some of the aspects of your old office, you know, just didn't feel good. And, of course, that was affecting how you felt when you went there. And so as soon as, you know, an opportunity arose, you made the choice, okay, I'm not going to be at this space anymore, and then a new one came into your awareness, and then here you are. It's amazing how that shift, that change can automatically, you know, shift how you feel. And, and this absolutely does have a ripple effect in all areas of your life because if that didn't feel good, you dreaded going there or it made you frustrated, whatever it may be, the point is, is being in that new space, once again, things just feel much better. Yeah, they really do. I mean, I think, um, you know, and I have some really cool events coming up. I'm really looking forward to getting out to, like, Milford, Pennsylvania, TLC, for, a, like, a guided meditation July 1st, and we're doing a group on July 2nd out in Pennsylvania. And, you know, it's just it's kind of nice to have an office when I come home because what was happening is because I was on Broadway in Saratoga, it was just very difficult. And it was in winter, and I was new to the area, and if I had clients coming, they couldn't, you know, I had to basically give myself a plus or minus 20 minutes traveling because I just never knew where I was going to be able to park. And when you walk into this particular space for the work that you and I do, you have to have something that kind of, you know, touches you or or inspires you in some way. It's a nice, bright space. I had someone help me decorate because I'm terrible at it. (laughs) I'll set up like three chairs. Like, all right, we're good. 
And, uh, you know, she just made, like, everything from curtains to pictures put in certain certain places. I mean, even the colors. Like, when I sit in that office, I feel, I feel like I want to do readings. In the other office, it was a little bit of a struggle. I mean, the readings were fine, but it definitely affected me. It was a much darker place. It was much busier. Um, there were hardwood floors outside the door. So if I'm reading for someone and let's say it's an emotional place that they're in or they get emotional or, or we're doing a meditation or a healing, you hear, like, so much noise outside the door. It's just very distracting. And, and you know, I'm sure I gave you an earful and other people that I know earfuls about it. And there was nothing I could do about it. And the fun thing was the first time I tried to get out of the lease, I had I, I did it. I was, like, angry because there was a heating issue. It was, like, 87 degrees in the office one day, and I had wow. a group of people in there, and it was just so hot, and it was uncomfortable. And I can't work well when it's that hot. I just – I get hot already. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, guy, the landlord was like, no, you know, let's do this. We'll try all these different solutions. And I kind of threw in the towel and surrendered to it. I'm like, all right, fine. This is going to have to be my office for the rest of the year. Fine. And then there was another issue, and I asked him in a totally different way, and I was straight up honest with him. I was like, look, I'll give you an extra two months, but I need to get out by this date. Would that be okay with you because this isn't working for me? I could not believe the response was, yes, that's okay. Let's just let this one go. And I was like, oh, I, you know, people don't have to let you out of the lease. So it was definitely, um, I felt very blessed to be able to, to have that opportunity. And also Gina Clemente, um, who's a Reiki master in who basically introduced me to a lot of people, and I ended up um, going to some training with her um, from her. And she, it's her building that we we were looking at a space maybe together in the back. And she was like, you know, she was like, you know, I really like my office. I think I'm going to stay. And so I went in and, and talked to the uh, landlord and took the space in the back. And we're going to share it for workshops and things like that. But to have two spaces where I actually have like a little waiting room separate from the main waiting room because when people come in, sometimes they want that privacy. Right. And I think it's important to give it to them if I can. Where at the other place, like literally, there would be a knock at the door and the hallway was busy. So it's just such a different energy and it makes all the difference in the world. Like I really look forward to going to my office. And I would say the biggest difference is I could go to this office, bring a laptop, sit there, and really feel like I could stay there for hours and hours even if I don't have sessions ongoing. Where at the other place, literally, I'll be in and out just for the session. So I never really felt like home because I never really, I don't know, I never really spent the time there to make it like that. You know, where this one, it feels Fine. so right. And it's closer to my place. So well, it's good. not too far of a drive. So I'm really excited, yeah. Now, that's great. And, you know, as I'm hearing you tell that story, I just want to once again, you know, take that, listeners, and apply it to your own life because, you know, the space that you're in, if it feels heavy or whatever, you know, clear the space or do something about it, you know, change locations, do what you can. But it definitely can affect how we feel. So it's a, it's a good thing to be in a good space, in a good place, because that's going to have an effect throughout our life. Oh, uh, you know what? That's funny that you're talking about this. Because even just as I was doing that, I was talking to the decorator for the office, and I was like, hey, Cameron, I'm like, listen, um, did you take a look at my house? <laughs> And because I just moved in here in September, and I just couldn't get things to where it felt like home. Mm-hmm. And she came in, and, and with this, everything that I already had here, we just rearranged some things and adjusted certain pictures and stuff. It's like now it feels like home. So you're absolutely right. And, like, I do a kind of a ritual once in a while where I'll clear my space, and I don't believe in, like, dark energy and, like, attachments and stuff like that. Um, residual energy from negative emotions, maybe. But mm-hmm. I guess... 
I went, so once we moved everything around, I ended up like kind of clearing the space and sh- and saying prayers and blessing it, whatever you want to call it, some sage, and I burn incense once in a while. Um, the house feels so different, mm-hmm. you know, and also because of the weather. But me having this space in my home that feels like home now, like you were just saying, it makes all the difference in the world. So now that my office and my house feel like places I want to be. I feel so much better. I really do. And I'm stubborn, and I'm a single guy. I live alone with my dog. So it's kind of like, like, you know, and as soon as my friend Karen came in, she was like, yeah, you definitely need a woman's touch. (laughs) You know, like, because I would just have stuff set up for practicality, but it didn't have any flow to it. I never realized how how much of a difference it could make. And literally in like an hour or two of us kind of just moving stuff around, like a different home. I'm really happy about that. So it's a good point. I think... The flow of energy isn't just through us, um, although that's probably paramount, you know. Um, I think if, uh, it's like me doing a reading. Like, there's certain areas in my house where I feel like, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel more inspired. And there's other areas. But if I'm not in a good place, it doesn't matter where I am. But having a home that I walk into where it's bright, inviting, sunny, and same with my office makes a big difference for me. It totally does. And, and, you know, this is something, once again, that everyone can learn from for themselves because it is just a matter of, you know, clearing a few things. And and it may be clearing out the clutter. It may be rearranging some things. It may be bringing fresh, fresh flowers or plants in, you know, just things that make you feel good. And, and, you know, when you're out seeking that, you know, not necessarily someone else can find it for you. I mean, they may help to do that. But for the most part, it's just a matter of you tapping in and saying, you know what, I really love that picture. And then, you know, what I have surrounding me in my workspace is lots of crystals. I have lots of um, trinket, memento pictures, things that uh, really resonate with me. And, And just, you know, like right in front of me, I see a sign that says shine and a sign that says namaste. And and so this is just right in my immediate awareness. And and it's like, okay, these are just little reminders that help us to be in that space that that, to feel good. You know, that's a good point. I I think um, when you said the word clutter, too, like I had, you know, I know just from living in uh, a few different homes over my lifetime, um, you know, everyone can build stuff up in their basement where I'll get to that next year, like 10 years go by. (laughs) <laughs> so I ended up getting, I didn't want that to happen in this house, so I ended up getting a dumpster, like a huge, huge bin in the front. And even, like, people are pointing, are you sure you need that? Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. So I took, like, everything that I was even iffy about and just tossed it out. Obviously not, like, you know, memorable pictures and things like right. that. But just stuff where I had, like, phone wires and just, like, stuff that worked in two houses ago, but not this one. And by clearing out the clutter and having... Um, every area kind of somewhat organized and I guess it's just got like a clean, crisp feel to it. Mm-hmm. It really does make a big difference. I never realized it until I actually had done it this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's it's an easy way to shift energy in a space and, and it helps so to shift your this, energy. You've, you've cleared houses before, right? And you've done mm-hmm. it like, uh, what, what do you do when you clear houses or bless houses? The, yeah, the main thing I do is, you know, I, I will come in and I, I practice Reiki, so I'll use the power symbol, which is a protection symbol and clearing symbol too. And I, I may burn sage, but I just like using even a singing bowl and, you know, just setting that intention, walking through the space. I'll call upon my angels and guides and ask them to come in and, and pretty much just say, you know, seal this room and let nothing but the white light in. I clear the space. 
and a lot of it is just being in that space and just lifting it. So it's it's you know very easy. Anyone can do it. And, you know, you don't have to call people in, have them come do it for you, although there are people that, you know, will do that for you. But I can tell you and assure you that anyone can set that intention, even just lighting a candle and setting that intention of clearing this space, clearing that energy. I love working with crystals, too, so I have a lot of crystals in a lot of spaces. And, and even just coming through and rinsing them under cold water, you know, is going to help to clear their energy, too. What does the cold water do? I've never heard of that. Well, first of all, if there's dust on it, that helps to get rid of dust. But secondly, you know, it's just an idea of clearing clearing the energy from it because if you buy a crystal from a, a metaphysical shop or for someone else or anything like that, you know, they it can have that residual energy on it. You know, people will set it out in, you know, when there's the full moon or they may set them out in the sunlight. They They have different ways of doing it, but... And there's some crystals that you shouldn't run underwater because, you know, some can be very fragile. But, you know, the point is, is, you know, just follow your intuition if it feels good to do this. But, you know, as I said before, they can even collect dust. So it's a good idea, you know, just to rinse them under, under cold water and dry them and, and put them back where you got them. You know what I do, though, with crystals? I'll just hold them in my hand and meditate. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I can feel the energy off of it. I just actually had to bring a bunch into my office, and I have this bin downstairs. I opened it up, and there's huge amethyst pieces and uh, quartz. I mean, just really beautiful pieces. And I was never really into it until someone started, like, in the beginning when I used to do readings, I used to do them for free. I would be like, you know, and then eventually I'm like, you know what, just bring me a little crystal. And people would bring these little crystals, and I used to call them rocks. People get mad at me. <laughs> but I didn't know. I'm like, you know, all right, bring a rock. And, um, you know, I, I just, just wasn't into that. And I started holding on. There was one, somebody got me a Tibetan clear quartz crystal, and it, it was really, really, it just had this energy. So I was sitting there holding on to it, meditating, and I had, like, a whole experience on it. And that kind of changed my mind about crystals. And I've never used them to clear any of that. Like, I, I, just, I just didn't. But mm-hmm. for me, like, sometimes if I hold on to one, I get different energy from them. I never realized that until... And I don't know that I would have. It always makes me wonder, like, um, I took some out of the bin and I gave one to a friend of mine who was also very intuitive, and she immediately could feel that. She's like, wow, this one's more powerful than that one. And then our other friend walked up, and I'm like, hey, hold on to this. And she's like, yeah, these are nice and heavy. But she she didn't catch the energetic end of it. Mm-hmm. I always find that fascinating how some people can tune into that and some can't. Well, I think, you know, that goes back to the awareness, too, because... For myself, like when I'll go to a, a crystal shop or there may be a booth at a spirit fair or something like that, and, and I'll be guided to pick up a crystal, and, and so I typically will hold it in my non-receptive hand. So what that means is if you're right-handed, that means your left hand, uh, or non-dominant hand, it would be your receptive hand. I need to rephrase that. So if you're right-handed, it would be your left hand. And so it's more receptive because it's your non-dominant. And so I'll just hold it in my left hand and feel it. And sometimes you may feel a little vibration. You may feel a little pulsing, whatever it may be. And, and you can immediately tell. And, and when you close your eyes, you may see colors, things like that. And so that's a connection. And then if you're guided to pick up another one, you know, you could do the same thing and hold it and feel it. And, you know, that's that's my way of picking crystals. I typically just... You know, so what are you not saying? Even you're there. saying that your left, because for me, it doesn't matter which hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you're, that if you're, you're righty and you hold it in your left hand, you're you're more it's more you're more sensitive to it in that yes. hand. Yes, yeah, the left hand, oh. um, whatever your non-dominant hand is, it's more sensitive, more receptive. So that's typically the receiving hand, and, and even like in Reiki, your your 
hand that you're dominant, that would be your sending hand, and then the other one would be receiving. So that's why if you if you start tapping in and feeling with the one that is more sensitive, you're going to notice a difference. Tony, you feel that? I, n- I never. I've heard that before, but I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just uh, a little different. I don't know. It's well, just, I just don't feel that. It's kind of weird. Like even when I do healing, um, it doesn't even matter the. To me, the positions of the hands or mm-hmm. if the fingers are open or closed or if mm-hmm. I'm just using two or three fingers and the tips, like, it kind of, um, I don't know. I just I just never, I, you know, I did, I have heard that from other people, and I remember trying that, and it just did, I don't know why. You know, well, it just maybe, didn't, didn't you know, for you for personally, obviously, it's just, it doesn't matter. You know, you're just going, yeah. you're setting that intention for the, the energy to send, to receive, to whatever. But, you know, for kicks, you might just spend some time in meditation and, and just feel with one hand, feel with the other, and just see, you know, if you can tell a noticeable difference. And sometimes it's so subtle that you can't even tell that there's a difference. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, well, we are about halfway in, and we already have several callers. So are you ready to take a few callers? Sure. Okay. You Anything that you want to specify um, you know, to clarify before we start taking callers? Um, no, not really. I think um, it'd, be, it'd be fun to connect with loved ones who passed over, but if people have questions, I think whatever they want to bring is good. Okay. Well, once again, listeners, the, the call-in number is 347-308-8250, and you can click on the telephone icon to call in via Skype. If you do want to talk to us, be sure and press 1, because I have a few callers in here, and in essence, you don't have your hand up. So go ahead and press 1 if you want to talk. The first caller I'm going to put on the line is 401. Hello? Hi. Thanks for taking Hi. the call. You're welcome. What's your name? My name is Carrie. Hi, Carrie. And what question do you have for us today? Um, I don't really have a specific question. I was just looking for more of a general reading to see if I could connect with a loved one who had crossed over. Okay. Uh, okay. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. As you were calling, I don't know if this. I don't know if I'm with you or not. Do you understand the name Nancy? Nancy, um, yeah. Just, because as you were calling in, I'm writing the word Nancy, and I'm writing 401 next to it. So I don't know okay. exactly where to place that. Um, I do feel that I have a woman here, though. Okay. Do you understand that there was that it was a sudden passing with this woman, and I feel like if it's not mom, it's aunt? Uh, my grandmother, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Um, Okay. There had to be a heart condition with her. Um, That's who I have, and I feel like I want to go to either heart failure or condition with the heart. Well, my father passed suddenly of a heart attack last uh, July, but if it's a woman, I'm not sure. Don't say anything. Don't say anything more. Um, (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. And your dad had the military connection? My grandfather, his father. I don't know if I'm with you. I, I'm just, so where, let me ask you this. With the Nancy, where does that connect? Nancy, um, I have an Aunt Nancy who's still living. Um, other than okay. that, so I'm I not sure. I said the sure. word aunt before, so let me just, okay, so maybe I have it a little bit backwards. Um, <clears throat> and do you, now, do you, 
do you do, do you go for or do you do? I don't know. If I'm just picking up stuff psychically, right? So just let me just let me work with this for a minute. Um, or Shelly, as I gather myself, do you want to try to connect? Yeah, let me just take a moment. Okay, Carrie. I'm going to go ahead and first ask, is there someone in particular that you had hoped to connect with? Uh, my grandmother did just pass recently, um, mm-hmm. but as I said, I think this past year has just been, you know, sort of uh, challenging because I did lose, like I said, my father last last summer, so I was just maybe hoping for either of them. That was her, okay. his mother, so... Okay, well, let me just take a moment, because first thing, I'm just picking up your energy, and I'm just feeling some energy moving here in this solar plexus area. So if you're feeling a little anxious or nervous or something, we need to clear that energy out, okay? Okay. So just go ahead and take a big, deep breath, and, you know, whatever you're worried about or concerned with, whether it's this moment or something going on in your life, let's go ahead and clear that energy out. Okay. Okay, come to this moment. Drew, did you start to say something? No, but, um, I, you know, the couple of things that I'm getting here, Carrie, um, one is, are you are you also concerned about your job or work? Yes, I am. Okay. And you understand, okay, you know, and, and I feel like I have two communicators here, and I don't know if it's your dad or your grandfather, but I need to talk about the military, and I also need to talk about December or the 12th. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Um, and I just feel like it's like you don't have any need to be so concerned because I feel like there's an over, um, oh, like it's almost like you're, you're over anxious, particularly with this, I want to go to work. I need to go to this work situation. Um, right. And I, I'm not getting so much specifically. And it was interesting because before when, when uh, I asked Shelly to step in is because I kept hearing about astrology. So I don't know if you're into that or if you just went for a star reading, but that's what I kept hearing. Do you understand that? I, I mean, I do like it. I mean, something else. But it's like got to be like a big fascination. Like, I don't know if you read them every day or what it is, but I keep seeing like a list of astrology, like all the signs. Okay. So it made me almost question, like, do you do that? Do you do those kinds of readings? Sometimes. Um, I mean, I'll get a, you know, an email or something with my horoscope, you know, just something okay. that comes through on daily, but... Um, my my father's brother also is military. He's still living, and somebody that you know now that my father's passed. And do you understand um, the R initial with the man? Like, I want to go to like a Roberts. Um, my my father's middle name is Robert. Okay, I don't know why I get middle names, but just and let December me, let me keep... is his birthday is December thirty first, so that might be the December. And I got chills, so I feel like this is I feel like Drew's getting him. Okay. And do you understand, and, and, you know, what he keeps bringing me up is also there's somebody else with, like, a K name, but it's not you. Yes. Okay, it's like a Catherine or a Karen. Do you understand that? Is it a woman or? It's, I feel like it's a woman. That's the that kind of name that I'm getting, like a Karen or Catherine. Okay. Um, but now, is it you that has two brothers or just he? He does. Okay. And is one here and one past? No, they're both here. They're both here. Okay. Very good, that one. Um, I definitely feel like he's here, and it's almost like I just feel like he just needs you to know that he's fine. He's more concerned about you. Um, yes, it's just been difficult because they're not, sure. you know, very family. You know, he was the glue that kept everyone together, and now with my grandmother's passing, it's just now I'm dealing with them, and they've kind of made me feel a little left out. So I think that's why I was calling in to get some guidance because. Now, who is the smoker? Is that him? Yep. Okay. 
he just kind of he's just giving me like tidbits here to let you know that he's okay. Um, oh, okay, that's nice. Now, do you have like either his boots or his uniform? Yes, I have my grandfather's uniform. Perfect. Okay, because and and I just feel like they're really I'm getting it really quick here. They keep showing me like there's there's something about boots and a uniform that like still is in good condition or you still have it. Yep, I took it from the house um, before they now, filled my grandmother's house. Now, do you understand that you're, are you doing, I know we were just talking about house clearings and things like that. Are you cleaning out your clutter? Like, are you going through stuff right now? Yep, I inherited his properties, so I am cleaning okay. out his properties. Because I just feel like he's like, you know, you just need to know that this is just stuff. You don't have to keep everything because I feel like some right. of the stuff you're you're assigning like too much sentimental value to, mm-hmm. so or or you're kind of feel guilty about what to throw out, what not to. He's just making me feel like, look, you know what, you can't use, get rid of it. If you can't give it to someone else, don't start storing it because it's not going to come out. Like pick like That's three great. to five things and keep. The rest of it, it's fine. You can do whatever you want, garage sale, whatever you have to do. Oh, um, that makes sense. I got to tell you, Dad must be very practical. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Because that he's coming through almost like her don't worry about it and whatever she can use that's fine like I don't want her worrying any more than she's worried he's very concerned about your your anxiety yeah that's that's where I keep feeling <clears throat> and it's like I just want to tell you I like, keep your head where your feet are and just try to stay present I feel like mm-hmm. he is trying to communicate with you and and he keeps showing me and when I get this it's kind of my symbol for either lights flickering or something going on with the lights and he just yeah. keeps making me aware of that you understand that? yeah it just happened yesterday at my house Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's just making me aware like look I'm around I'm around her don't worry about it I got it I got it right. like he's just making me feel like um She'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to be okay and things are going to work themselves out. And I need to go to August for some sort of turning point with work. Okay, and it's also my birthday. Perfect. Okay. So I don't know if he's bringing you something or if um, if something's coming your way, but I need to go to August. Um, and now, are you all working right now, correct? No. After he passed, ah. I left my job and I inherited his property, which I'm a landlord now, so I'm trying okay, to yeah, get that situated. I, I, tell you, I, I feel busy. I don't feel not yeah. busy. I'm busy. <laughs> okay. um, I just feel, and he just keeps making, Shelly and I were just talking about this too, he just keeps making me aware of divine timing. So just know that something will be coming and when it comes, it will be the right time, but you're not going to lose anything you have. I feel like it's it's like you almost need this time to get readjusted and I want to go to the end of August, early September for an opportunity to present itself. And I feel like this is going to be something that you're really going to enjoy doing and it's going to be the perfect time for you. Um, and you understand that you like you like working with people? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like it's important that whatever this is, there's like a social interaction going back and forth. So I feel like it's it's like you're very presentable. And that's how I feel with this. I feel like um, whatever this opportunity is, you'll... Do you understand? Did you work retail? I actually work part-time retail right now. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, I just keep getting that, but it's like almost like the job that you want. So I don't know I exactly to, um, what that is. I used to be a flight attendant, and I actually just reapplied. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And I, again, I just feel like you just, just be present so that you can notice these opportunities as they come. But he's fine. Okay. It's funny. Um, now, your grandma, that's your mom's mom? No, that's my dad's mom. Is your mom's mom in spirit? 
Yep. I feel like it's like, do you understand that, like, he would be making a joke about her? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he's almost like, you know, I had to deal with this when I got here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Like he, and he's just joking, but that's kind of how I feel. Like he's just trying to lighten up the mood. Um, and oh, I feel was. like, yeah. you know, yeah. And I feel like he's just, it's like I'm not getting a flow of more evidence. He's just making me so aware of his presence to let me know that mm-hmm. he's around you and that he stepped in to let you know that he's here and he's with the family. You need to know that everyone is fine over there and he's just, they're kind of overseeing whatever you have going on. Now, did you find, like, his gold medallion? Yes. You understand that? It's like, I keep getting the word medallion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he's just, it's like, do you understand that he used to drink and then he stopped? That's my grandfather. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I guess I have them confused. They're coming through. It's almost like it feels like one person to me. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. Okay. So you understand what that coin is? Yep. The military coin, maybe? Yeah. And I just, that's, that's, I just feel them kind of pull back. So it's kind of like they just need to let you know and be acknowledged that, that they're around. Um, okay. Now, do you have a sister? No. I'm an only child. I don't know what this is. I, he, I keep hearing talk about sis, talk about sis. Do you understand that? Maybe this might not be for you. Maybe. No. I'm an only child, so. No, but what about him? Um, no, not that I know of unless there All was right, so then I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step back because I feel like this might be someone else coming in for either the next person or whatever. Um, okay. But I, I need to, I just need to tell you that there's a lot of love here and that you are looked after and you just need to trust a little bit. I really feel like you're not, I don't feel like you're in a bad place. I feel like you're in a good place. It's just a matter of kind of things kind of, you might feel like they're unraveling, but really what they're doing is unfolding for you. And by the end of August, I feel like you're back in a rhythm and things will get a lot more smooth for you. Okay, that's great. All right, Carrie, thank you very much for calling. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carrie. Right, I just want to add, as we close oh, out, I kept hearing your dad say, I'm still the glue, I'm still the glue. So even though he's not okay. here in physical form, his memory is still the glue, okay? And so just know that that presence is with you, and, and I have no doubt that he's guiding you, giving you information to help you because I have this feeling that this undertaking of what you're doing is enormous, and it mm-hmm. may be something that you're not used to at all, and so I definitely feel from him that he is there with you, helping you listen to that um, guidance that comes within your mind and pay attention to what you feel because I have no doubt he's there with you helping you. Thank you very much. Thank you, and have a beautiful day. You too. Thanks. Beautiful. Lots of information came through, and and listeners, even though this message may not have been for you, if you're listening, and, and some may resonate with you, Spirit has this beautiful way of providing information through one communicator to many. So just please know that. Yeah, I always find that fascinating when somebody comes through and, like, I literally thought, like, when I was talking about the military boots and the the uniform, that it was the dad. And he did give me his middle name, Robert, but Uh also uh at the end, he was kind of teasing mom-in-law. But then Uh he was, that last piece of information with the coin and the drinking, 
um, meant something significant, but it was from grandfather. So it's just his way of being acknowledged. So for the listeners, sometimes someone will just step in for just that piece of information. That's Absolutely, it. yes. And and I kept getting chills periodically throughout. And for me, that's Spirit's way of validating truth. I'm here. Feel this. So we're going to take another caller, and they're calling from 580 area code. Hello? Will, do you have more than one? Nope, it must be you because I've got you on the line. So what's your name? It's Suzette. Suzette. Hello, Suzette. And thank you for calling in today. And what's your question? Oh, you know, I um, was listening early this fall, and um, my sister-in-law, who I referred to as a sister, passed away over a year ago. And I have held on to so much of her stuff. And so when um, it was said, hey, it's okay to, to let go of some of those things, um, I felt like, well, maybe that's for me too. Absolutely. Um, and I got chills, so I have to affirm that I feel like that's a message for you too. And, you know, the main thing that we look at is, is sometimes we may feel bad or feel guilty, you know, that this was their belongings or whatnot. But I know without a doubt that they don't have that attachment to it anymore once they leave the physical plane. So it's, it's you know, what you decide to do with it. And if there's things that, you know, really resonate with you and, and are a memento to you, then, then keep that. But also know that as you donate it or sell it or pass it on, it, it's going to continue to help other people too. Oh, I'm always good about doing that, but uh-huh. it, she has antiques and many things that she treasured, and so because she treasured them, then, yeah, it's been kind of fun. <laughs> but right. I did. I put them in the storage unit. <laughs> well, good. Well, as you're ready, no doubt it'll be time for you to sort through it, and then you'll know what to do. And, and even then, talk to her and ask her for help in regards to, you know, what should I do with this? What should I do with that? Because I have no doubt she'll say, keep it, give it away, sell it. She's going to give you that guidance. Mm-hmm. Okay, did well, you have a particular question you wanted to ask? Uh, you know, um, I do I'm have sorry, I'm having a really tough time hearing. Can you, Can you? Okay. I don't know if you're on speaker or, but can you, um, uh, is there anything you can adjust? Is that just me, Shirley? No, it's, I hear the same. Does this help you better? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. There you go. Um, well, I do have a question um, because it's it's really. I mean, I I do trust in divine timing. I do feel that everything will work out. Um, but I had like a setback that of um, I had to file for a five hundred one three c for a nonprofit, and then I discovered that I don't know if my assistant didn't mail it like she said or if it got lost in the mail, or if the IRS just whatever, but they don't have any record of the application. And so so I'm like, oh, well, I guess I will just, I don't know exactly yet what to do. Um, You know, this just happened yesterday, so I can certainly pray about it and all that jazz, and maybe I need to change the name um, of it, but... That's that's just what's been on my mind in the last day. I got to tell you, I feel like but a name change like is probably a good of, thing. Know, the other I don't know why. We're saying Are you there? about talk to sis, and so <laughs> that's one reason I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, okay. So, what was your first name again? I'm sorry. It's Sue. Sue. 
so I did feel like there was a different communicator coming through. Okay, now can I get a little personal with you? I know we're on the radio. If not, say no. I I don't mind. Okay, do you understand that it was either you or your sister-in-law that had a miscarriage or or a younger infant male? Um, I did not. I am not aware of her having one. Um, It's possible that she did and I didn't know. Um, I do know that my mother I need to acknowledge the baby being rocked, and I also need to go to, like, a name like a Byron or a Brian. Do you understand that? Uh, The only Brian... I know of was that's what my name was supposed to be if I was a male. Okay, okay. So I'm definitely with you, so let me just kind of work this out, okay? Um, I just feel like, okay. Now, do you understand the cancer in this? Yes, that was my sister. Perfect, okay. Um, I I, I need to let you know that she is, is, was it breast cancer? No, uh uh-uh. I keep wanting to go to breast cancer or bone cancer, so I don't know if it metastasized. It was bone. But it, it was bone. Okay, fair enough. Because um, I'll get like B cancer. That's the only way I can acknowledge right. it. Um, so what I need to let you know is that she is okay. Um, and I, I now, is she the one that has two kids? Uh, yes, they did have two children. Perfect. Okay. So, again, she's just giving me more evidence to let you know that she's here. Um, and I, why is she making Wednesday, like today, such a big deal? Uh, why is she what? Why is she making the, the Wednesday? She keeps highlighting Wednesday to me. So I don't know if she passed on a Wednesday or if, you know, today is Wednesday, but she's making me very aware of the day of Wednesday during the week. Do you understand why she would make that highlighted, like, significant? No, I don't know right now. Remember I said that? Because I, I, when I get that, it's usually it's either they passed on that day or something very significant happened on a Wednesday. You know, the fact that today is Wednesday, I, I just don't, I feel like you would get it right away if something happened today. But I just feel like I need to highlight Wednesday for you. Um, and okay, I need maybe to, something will happen on a Wednesday. You understand exciting. that your birthday is coming up? Um, nobody's birthday is coming up right now. Sorry? There aren't any birthdays coming up right now. I keep now. getting, like, this happy birthday wish. So I don't know if she passed around a birthday or what, but I keep she getting, did, like, yes. A, she passed okay. on my mother's birthday. Got it. Okay, I'm sorry that I misinterpreted that. Um, so, again, she's just coming through here to give you evidence to let you know that she's okay. Um, i got to tell you, she's almost making me feel like she's having fun with this, like she doesn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> like, I feel her really close to me, like she's just kind of – and I now, you said this was your sister-in-law. i got to tell you, I don't feel like that. Right. She referred to me as her sister. Perfect. I've known her okay. since I was 16. Perfect. <clears throat> and, you know, and she keeps playing this song. I don't know if she had a nickname for you, but I keep hearing the song by Claire, uh, that song, Suze Q. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. My, that's what so, my brother called me. Okay. So she's just kind of letting me know that she still has her sense of humor, and that's something that I know that she, she needs to hold on to with you. Do you understand that? Yes. Right, and she, I feel like she had a very special connection with you. It was like you guys would have, like, girl talk, girl time. Yes. Um, and I don't know what this is, but she keeps making me aware, like, did you guys do each other's hair? I, I, like, I want to go to when you're younger. Like, I keep wanting to go to, like, I see, keep seeing two females, like, doing each other's hair, like, girls' night out kind of thing. Do you understand that? Um. We didn't necessarily, no, we were great friends, we didn't do fit. each other's hair, um, 
my mom did my hair. Knowing her, she's sticking around too. Um, so I don't know necessarily. Okay. Um, I know that you were talking about the nonprofit, and I just feel like they're making me. The thing that I need to say to you is that you know a name change would be a good thing. I don't know exactly why. I don't know what it is about the name. But I also feel like this is a good lesson for you to do that paperwork. Okay. Because I, I just feel like it's really important that you rely on yourself for those kinds of really important documents. So I know you had mentioned that someone may or may not have sent it or whatever. But I feel like I want to take the reins either to the business or to the administrative part of the business. I, I feel like you need to kind of rein it, pull the reins a bit and kind of get things a little bit better organized. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like, now that's only a part-time thing for you. You understand that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that it needs to stay like that. Don't try to make it grow faster than it needs to grow. Okay? So I don't know what this is about the plans for it or whatever it is, but it's almost like it needs to be the way it is for a period of time. Do you understand that? Yes, that's very good advice. Perfect. Um, and Because I, I just feel like there's almost like an emphasis on trying to make it more than it is, but it has a life of its own. So imagine it as a breathing, living entity. It's like let it kind of grow and evolve on its own with you nurturing it. But I feel like it needs to be on the side. And I, I got to tell you, I feel like I need to step outside the box, look at the business from a business plan, the nonprofit, and go, okay, what makes sense? What's my time dedicated to this? Like, you really need to step outside of it and look at it and unattach emotionally. Um, and I feel like it, it eventually will grow, but we're talking about it's a long-term side project. Very beneficial, very good. Um, and I just feel like it's really important that you continue to keep it as a side project for now. But it doesn't mean that it has to get any uh, – it it's not going to go away but I just feel like you almost need to kind of reshift your focus on something else for you also. Do you understand this? Yes, that sounds great. Okay, perfect. Um, and I feel like it's like money matters. Like you need to really kind of focus on something that's going to make you money right now because you have that business sense where you can go and tune into something that will make it work for you. And I feel like it's really important that you separate the nonprofit from what you need to do to make profit. Does that make sense? I mean, I, um, I, I can make it make sense, yeah. Okay. Uh, because, I, well, because what I'm getting is, is like, I, if, if it's me, if I'll take you and put you, like, place you over me like a raincoat, what I would want to do is still have this side project, revamp it, rename it, do the paperwork the way it needs to be done, keep it as, like, a tight-knit side venture, and let it grow and evolve on its own. Meanwhile, I step off and don't rely on that, and I step to the side and focus my energy on something else that makes me money. Okay. I have been using my own funds for the nonprofit, and I was wanting to, you know, um, ask for help from the community. Um, But the advice regarding... You know, just breathing and allowing the nonprofit, because I do know that it's a breathing entity on its own um, to develop and grow, is great because sometimes I feel an urgency to push it because it's important. Absolutely. And I do feel like the importance of it is what is going to carry it on its own way. 
So it's almost like at this point, you know, we always say those things like surrender and allow. Like step back and give it some breathing room so it can kind of mature and and kind of um, it will have a longevity to it. And just trust in that and know that. And I feel like it's almost like you really need to pay attention to your own money matters aside from that. That's how I feel. Okay. Beautiful. Um, so thanks for calling in today. We appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are just about out of time. We only have a couple minutes left, Drew, and so I want to make sure and allow you time to talk about your upcoming events. Once again, you have your event June 5th with Mediums at Large. Yes, uh, June 5th. I have, uh, well, May 31st, I'm going to the Vision of Light Spiritualist Church in Heartland, Vermont. I'm going to be speaking on inner aspects of discovery, and then they're they're holding Mediums Day, which is um, people sit down and do mini readings. I think they're like 10 to 20 minutes each. Um, I think there will be other mediums there other than me. I'm not exactly sure. Um, But that's May 31st in Heartland, Vermont, at Vision of Light Spiritualist Church. Um, And then June 5th is the three mediums at large from Massachusetts are coming up um, to stay with me for a couple days. And um, that Friday night is at the Courtyard Marriott from 7 to 9 we're going to be doing it's a real high energy thing with four mediums up in front of a bunch of group of people and I think it's limited to like 45 people I think there's like 10 seats left or something like that Um, that's going to be a lot of fun and then um, yeah then I'm pretty much you know I'm traveling a little bit in June but July 4th that that time period so July 1st I'm doing a meditation group at TLC Salon and Spa in Milford, Pennsylvania at 7.30 p.m. That's Wednesday, July 1st. And then Thursday, July 2nd, I'm also doing a group reading there, and it's limited to 10 people. Um, so if people want to register, they have to just email info at drewcally.com um, to, to register in advance. And then I don't really have anything after that. <laughs> as of this moment, and that could change as we know, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not booking any privates out until August and September. I'm just uh-huh. too booked up between now and the end of June and July for the most part of taking off. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. But, yeah, that'll be great. And it will be great. And your website is drewcally.com. That's D-R-E-W-C-A-L-I.com. And Facebook is facebook.com forward slash psychic medium Drew Cali. Just to mention a few events I have, May 30th and 31st, I'm going to be in Tulsa working the Spirit Fair. And then we have a fair in Oklahoma City, June 13th and 14th. Looking into July, I'm going to be speaking at the Ozark Mountain Publishing Transformation Conference. That's an amazing conference. This is the 10th anniversary. And so that's July 17th through 19th. And then I'll be in Lilydale teaching my workshop, Creating the Life You Desire, August 24th. I'm actually going to be in Lilydale from August the 21st through the 24th. I'm going to do a book signing, offer private sessions on both the 22nd and the 23rd. So my website, ShellyRWilson.com, and my Facebook page is Shelly Wilson. The URL is Facebook.com forward slash Intuitive Medium Shelly. There's also pages for my books, 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. Drew, thank you so much again for a wonderful spirit session. No, thank you. And I just have to say, if anybody out there needs help with their website, <laughs> or Facebook or anything about a web presence, you need to talk to Shelly Wilson. She's helped me out tremendously and she's helped other people out that I know. It's she's just brilliant with any of that, I'm telling you. If you get in touch with her for consultation purposes, I'm telling you she can really help with that web presence. So that's all I have. <laughs> well thank you. And 
You made me laugh and smile because you, you threw that in there. So listeners, we so appreciate you tuning in today. This concludes today's segment of Spirit Sessions with Drew and Shelley. Until next time, remember this is your time. We encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.